how y'all doing today? This is a new episode of Death Works. And my name is Desin Works, aka Bobbles. So today's episode, we're going to talk about how trying all these date naps don't work. Some people do, some people don't. But for me, it don't. And also, I'm going to talk about how a lot of um, white, black females date these white men on the date naps and they end up getting killed. And they don't never talk to me, they don't talk about it. So, let me talk about my personal experience from using the date nap. So, the first experience I had was talk to this, I think I got catfished the first time. So I was talking to this female on, it was on blackpeoplemeet.com. I knew something was up because when I heard the phone call, I talked to the person sounding like a, um, a deep male voice. And then whenever I tried to ask her when I could, um, you know, can I see her face, talk to her like FaceTime, she never would ask. I mean, she never would, um, I asked, she would never would, like, show me her face, would make a type of excuse up. So, after a while, I just stopped talking to her. Then the second person I met on Black Meat, I just called him Ashley, her Ashley. So, I met her on Black People Meet. You know, we talked about, like, a couple days, a week or two. Cause she lived like an hour or two away from me, about like an hour and a half away from me. So I drove up, I drove up to the meter, and then we were talking like a week or two. And like that night, I had sex with her, and I barely even knew her. And she was not all that cute, but at the time I was trying to rebound off the this chick I've been going off and on with for 16 years so we had broke up at the time and so I tried to just say you know let me try something different or whatnot so we went up so I went up there and I had sex with her on the first date I mean the first time we went up there and then what's so crazy is she told me that she had mental issues you know I, I thought it would just be like you know nothing major but she had like borderline personality disorder. Um, I think she was bipolar. And she had the type of like physical ailment. I think the type of autoimmune disease or something like that. I can't remember what it was called, but she couldn't, you know, take care of her child. Her child had lived with her parents, adoptive white parents. But she was mixed. But you get my point. So everything was going on good, but then like she would show me like little signs, like she would get jealous so easily. About I like like at night I didn't want to stay night, but I wanted to leave. Like she got so jealous so easily, and was you know get mad all easily and lash out and hit me and stuff like that. But I you know I didn't want to hit her back because you know that's if she live up in the boonies. And for thing they dare lock me up, and I'd be in trouble. So I never did hit her back. But I did like restrain, protect myself though. But I didn't hit her back. So we kept, we kept, you know, the thing 
here and there we will kind of break on and off because at the same time uh, yes I was being a player and still messing with my still messing with my ex or whatnot so being um Well, you know, just get too much, basically, and fuck up one last, well, not one last time, but I went up there because I was trying to forgive, you know, not so hard for her to be my chick, so I went up there one last time, and she happened to see my phone and the pictures of my, with my ex at the time, um, she threw my phone, and she was trying to tell me to tell her some stuff that wasn't true. You know, to try to uh, get her not to date me no more, my ex. So I said no. So I guess I just took my phone and let me leave. So she tried to chase me around her apartment, like baby D off of Friday. And luckily, I got a, you know, he let me out the door. And I remember when I said I went like 100 miles per hour from where she lived down to my to where I live. I was not looking back. Yeah, but some of these chicks out here could be crazy. And they could, you know, like you said, there's a lot of murderers and all that stuff out here. And that could happen to you. You know, it could happen to any of us. So it's like I want to, so I want to date. And then also, too, like, the media talk about there's like a lot of white, black females that date, meet these white men on um, dating apps. You know, all the white, all the white men do, gonna use them as a little, the little sexual fetish, you know. Them as a nigger bitch, or they're like the um, you know, kept you know, like um, slave role play, they do do it a lot. So, there's a story I want to tell you about. So, I just want to um, tell you about this story. So, before I tell you this story, let me give you my copyright infringement act. So the Copyright Act of 1976 states, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational person use to, to balance in favor of fair use. So I got this article from The Sun. And it states, mystery death. Woman found dead after meeting older man on a date nap, but family claimed cops didn't investigate because he is nice. No, it was because he's white. And the cops gonna stay on code with him. You know, cops stay on code with each other and with other white people that stay on code with them. So here we go. Florence Smithfield was found unresponsive in her Bridgeport, New York home on December 12th. The unidentified man alerted the police to her death but was not taken in for questioning. An autopsy has been completed but the young woman's cause of death has not yet been released by the medical examiner. Investigators are not so are also not commenting on the case according to Westchester News 12. 
Smithfield's family has criticized the cops and her father says he has paid for a second autopsy as they claim they are not getting the answers they want from authorities. That's because the cops are trying to get this white man off. They're not saying that it's an older white man. So they're trying to get this white man off so he won't get in trouble. But he probably has something to do with her death. He probably killed her. You know how they, you know how these white, these Babylonians do. White people, about what well, Babylonians, what I call them. And I got that from Queen Amadaya. Without a doubt, we know that my daughter was not a drug user, and I had a second autopsy done myself, paid out of pocket, because we felt so uncomfortable with the way it was handled. Her father Everett told News 12. He blasted, he blasted the police response in a scathing statement, claiming the family had been dealing with a very intensive, condescending, and arrogant detective. Because again, they were on code. The police will stay on code. They're not going to help out a black family. They sure would have out a, a white family if it was a white female getting killed by a black man on a day now. He'd be locked up under the jail and everything. Probably killed. The heartbroken dad added that he believed the family had not been given even basic courtesies by the authorities and that they were told to stop calling. It's killing me inside. I miss my baby, Mom, Chantel Field said. Life is not the same. I don't know who I'm going to be after this. Her brother, Lakeem Jeter, also questioned why the older white man, which is criticizing his she met on the dating app is not a target of suspicion. I asked him about the guy. He just made it seem like the guy was a nice guy. Nothing to investigate, he claimed of the cops. On code behavior, you see right there. Smithfield's mom has written a letter to the police department pushing for answers on her daughter's case as local representatives speak out in support of the family. Councilwoman Maria Pereira told News 12 that the family deserved an apology after receiving no answers about the case. She sent a really well-written email. It was lengthy and it was extensive. It was very detailed and I was shocked when she told me just yesterday that she had not even received a response, the councilwoman said. Smithfield's family said she was a track star at Stanford High School and was currently attending community college. She had also reported starting her own side business to fund her education. I think she was like a YouTube star. Fans left tributes on the 23-year-old's YouTube and Instagram accounts as they mourned her loss. So beautiful and had a whole life ahead of her. Not fair. What one user? Completely unfair. Rest in peace, beautiful. Angel, another added. You will be missed, baby girl. Well, basketball player, Kieran Iverson. In her final post, Smith Fields has shared several selfies with the caption, Self-destructive. Six days before her tragic death, always smiling, she wrote in another post. The son contacted the Bridgeport Police Department for comment. In a statement to News 12, the city of Bridgeport said that a review of the case is underway. The Bridgeport Police Department takes these concerns very seriously. It said, No, they don't. Not because black people they don't. They are lollygag and BS all around, but when it's a Babylonian. A white person to be on the case post haste. The command 
staff of the Detective Bureau is reviewing the handling of this case to ensure that the best practices were and are being followed. It is imperative to note that the death of Lawrence Smith Fields remains an ongoing investigation, the statement added. Our department extends its deepest consolations, condolences to the family of Lawrence. They lying. They just said a statement because they got called out by that um, Latino congresswoman or councilwoman or whatnot. So there you go. That's what happens when you meet somebody on a date. They think that they could be killers or whatnot. Here's another story. that I found on WFLA. A New Jersey man who used, and this is a black man, a New Jersey man who used date naps to lure and kill three women five years ago was sentenced Wednesday to 160 years in prison. But if it was a white man, they wouldn't probably wouldn't probably give him probation or something like that. Not even that much long, that many years. After a trial in which he was revealed that friends of the one victim did their own detective work on the social media to ferret out the suspect, Khalil Wheeler Weaver, 25, sat motionless as the judge gave the sentence in the state court in Newark. The sentencing was preceded by emotional statements by the family members of victims Robin West and Sarah Butler. In a brief statement before they spoke, Wheeler Weaver denied responsibility, telling Superior Court Judge Mark S. Ali that he was framed. Willow Weaver's mother, aunt, and brother sat in the gallery but didn't address the court. The sentences covered three murders, one attempted murder, and other counts including kidnapping, aggravated arson, and desecration of human remains. The Essex County Prosecutor's Office had credited friends of Butler, a college student from Montclair, with using social media to help police find Willow Weaver. They gained access to her social media account, set up a fake account, lured Wheeler Weaver to a meeting in Montclair and notified police, according to prosecutors. Boy, they were lucky they didn't get killed. A fourth woman who survived an, an attack and testified that Wheeler Weaver's trial also provided crucial, crucial information to help investigators since the details of her attack were similar to those of the other victims. At Wednesday's hit sentencing, Tiffany Taylor described how the attack changed her life. My whole life is different. I don't wear makeup anymore. I don't have friends. I'm always paranoid, but I'm happy to still be uh, still be here," she said before addressing the judge. With, "I hope you don't show him any remorse, because he's not showing any remorse. Cold blooded. Then, prosecutors presented evidence that trial that Willow Weaver, then 20, used a dating app to lure women for sex and then strangled them. The bodies were found between September." In December 2016, in northern New Jersey. Investigators also presented evidence from Willard Weaver's cell phone that placed him where the victims disappeared and where their bodies were found. Assistant Essex County Prosecutor Adam Wells noted. Wednesday that the killings were separate by weeks, giving Willow Weaver a chance to contemplate his actions before killing again. The defendant believed these victims were disposable. They were killed and then he went on about his day as if nothing had happened. That's cold blood and heartless. That's some devils out here, man. 
but each of these women's lives matter. West, a 19-year-old from Philadelphia, was seen getting into a car with Wheeler Weaver the night of August 31st, 2016, and was killed within the next few hours. Prosecutors said they alleged Wheeler Weaver dumped her body in an abandoned house not far from his own house in Orange, near New near Newark, and set the house on fire. It took about two weeks to identify her remains. West's mother, Anita Mason, described sometimes headstrong young women who often showed her softer side. I will never forget her smile, her face, her walk, her desire to help homeless people, Mason said Wednesday. The world focuses on the last month of her life. She had a whole entire life before her demise. Hundreds of people were affected by her life and were saddened by her death. Joanne Brown, 30 of Newark, was killed about a month later West, after West was identified and also dumped in an abandoned house in Orange, but her body wasn't discovered until six weeks later. Butler disappeared around Thanksgiving 2016 about a month after Brown was killed and her remains were discovered in a wooded area four days before Brown's body was discovered. Both women had been strangled with clothing. On Wednesday, Butler's father, Victor, urged the judge to give Willa Weaver the maximum sentence. Then turning to the defendant, he said, I hope you suffer, boy, every night. And there you go, Hal. If you go both ways, white and black. So, people, just be careful about dating on these apps. And if you feel anything that's un, that's not right, don't do it. And trust me, like I touched on my personal experience, I will never use a dating app again. And I advise you not to. So, with that being said, if nobody don't tell you that they love you, I love you. Peace.